0: Hey everybody, Drew here to introduce another fantastic episode of Cosmic Crit, the greatest Starfinder podcast in the known universe and perhaps beyond. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Extra Life is coming up very, very soon and on November 2nd we, as well as some other members of the Cosmic Crit, Crittermander community are going to be streaming pretty much all day and all weekend. So check us out, twitch.tv slash Cosmic Crit. Of course, check out our social media Twitter, Facebook, etc. It's all associated with this episode link so you can find it all there. And of course, join our Discord if you would like to get in on some of those shenanigans. We will be announcing and talking about everything there which is awesome so now let's turn it all around and get back into the action we're getting through this third book so fast you guys i cannot wait for season three which reminds me check out this month's challenge who is playing what this is your chance for fame and fortune and glory or at least uh a paizo pdf or something like that uh, to figure out who is playing who you can go on, on to our website and find the form to fill out that will let you guess. And we made it a little bit easier this time around instead of actual races, we are doing, race types, so Sheeran won't be on there, but Humanoid will be, so make sure you do that, Uh, we've got some pretty interesting guesses so far, some right, some not so right, so make sure that you are included in that. Now, let's get back to it, here we go Starfinder gang, episode 107, Sleepless Sleepless in Arulos.
1: Episode commencing
2: in 3, 2,
1: 1. Episode initiated.
3: Crit with me, crit through the years, crit through the laughter, and crit while in tears. Crit with me just for today, because maybe tomorrow this GM's going to take you away. That's right, roll on, roll on, and fish for your crit until it becomes true. Welcome back hard-rocking roadshow heroes and Manders to the same old song and dance here on Cosmic Crittersmiths. And this is your big mouth gold record firing GM Patrick inviting you all to get back in the saddle again with us for another adventure. That's right, joining me in eating the richest lanty of this galaxy are my five friends, your players. Here they are. To my right, he remote controls his drone to walk this way and attack this way. It's Tyler with Nikithi and Droneitus. Hi. To his right, Talara's got a gun. Where Witch Warper Power makes the world come undone. <laughs> it's Rebecca rocking to Lara. Hello. I, I almost didn't finish that one. Across the digital table, the only kind of love you get in his elevator is loving the ground as he takes you down. It's I was literally going to use a pun for this oh, song, so oh good yeah. job. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a 10 by 10 elevator is all I got to say. <laughs> I was just someone like rolling it up, like, well, I'm critting down <laughs> uh, to his right. If he falls asleep, if he closes his eyes, he'll probably miss you, baby. And he doesn't want to miss his attack. It's your bird bringing puzzle. Hey, everybody. And to my left, he's living on the edge, but has a pair of jump jets in case he falls in. It's Drew running with Cass. Hey, I- hey, guys. How have we not done Aerosmith <laughs> yet?
2: Hey, that's incredible. Uh... I mostly know Aerosmith. I knew this was Aerosmith because of Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney World. It's my favorite roller coaster.
3: Yes, excellent. <laughs> what what <laughs> the better have yeah. pairing uh, for the family friendly <laughs> Disney than
0: <laughs> Aerosmith? Rock and Roller Coaster, the scariest ride in all of Disney World, as you have to take a team of zombies to a musical show.
3: Guys, that they, they had an arcade video game in the the 90s just, uh, a shooter that was the most that. dumb and fun game in the arcade it, They have one of those uh, they have uh, one of those cabinets over at uh, uh the arcade over in central square
0: it, is it revolution x was that what it was called oh, my i think goodness.
3: that is what it's called yeah i want a movie uh based on the plot of that video game but with aerosmith today <laughs> with steve tyler <laughs> and stuff today <laughs> it's like a seven-year-old dude um hey guys how are you doing Again! good. Oh, we've
1: got, got,
3: a, we got a lot to get through today. So let's, let's dive right back into it. Let's talk to one another, figure out what happened on the last episode. The oh, last time on Cosmic Crit. The battle begins with
4: a smoky blast, creating a battlefield with limited visibility. Whoa. Don't the Aslanti know that smoking kills?
0: Just when we thought we had Evandrian cornered, a clown caram out of Aslanti
3: joined the fight. Without much cover below, it's an uphill battle to bring the fight to the Atlante Ambushers. Through the choking smoke in the catwalk fights, Kaz is nearly
5: stabbed to death, but the party perseveres with Wynne calling on the power of the Green Faith to end the Ion Guard with a climactic final blow.
2: We somehow managed to survive and made it to level six! Yeah!
3: Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I, cr- I crit Drew twice... <laughs> kaz twice in a row and it Should've still should have done it three times baby <laughs> wasn't enough yeah. <laughs> uh yeah yeah so that that is indeed where we left off but where we we left off and in between last week's recording this week's recording you guys have been talking to one another looking up all the rules and the rule books that you can and leveling up your PCs indeed to level 6 um not not as big a level as five, uh, right out the gate. But the, you get um, your <clears throat> well, we get, we have a, an archetype ability that comes into play, but also your themes um, all have a level six ability, and most of you guys get to pick something for your, your class, uh, like we normally do here on the podcast. Every time we level up, we're just going to talk real quick to all the players about different things you might have picked, um, how how you guys have chosen to. Advance your character on your digital piece of paper. <laughs> let's uh, let's start with Tyler because Tyler definitely no. has the most interesting changes, uh, right? Yeah. What is happening, Tyler, with Nikithi? My,
4: my drone gets more hit points.
3: That happens every level, right? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> any any changes you're making to Itis?
4: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Itis is always ever, ever shifting. Um, she now has versatile focus. So she's going to get a bonus to any weapon that I
3: give her, uh, which is always very nice. Before, was that, uh, like heavy weapons or what?
4: Uh, it was long arms. Okay. Um, but because I, I picked up a long, um, I picked up a long arm that was better than the heavy weapon I was using. hmm and since I, had, I was like, well, this heavy weapons thing isn't doing me any good. And we have yet to come across something using heavy weapons. Uh, so I got rid of heavy weapons and I replaced it with resistance fire uh, mm. to try and uh, make her a little bit more beefy. Because every time you hit her, it, it really hurts. It hurts me deep, deep down, Patrick, in my
3: soul. Hey, you didn't get stabbed with two uh, crit spears in the side. <laughs> so, true. count yourself lucky. True, but
4: uh, if I had a, if I had a Vanguard's constitution, I wouldn't wouldn't be so scared. <laughs> uh,
3: uh,
4: and then I uh, as a mechanic, and then Nikithi, he just gets one of those silly old uh, mechanic tricks. Uh, so I picked uh, what's it called? Overclocking? Mm -hmm. Uh, which just gives me a plus two bonus to initiative and plus two to reflex save. So, I mean, pretty, pretty boring.
3: That's not not bad at all. (laughs) That also goes to your drone as well, right? Correct. Okay. It's a little pick me up. Uh, I believe we talked about it last week. Itus's worst save is reflex.
4: Yeah, and we're getting to that point where, you know, reflex, I think, is a you know, there's we've seen a lot of grenades.
3: No, there will be no more Uh, grenades the rest of this AP, I guarantee you. Gene promise, Tyler, don't worry about that.
4: So, I mean, a lot of, you know, stat bonuses, which mm-hmm. I know are super exciting, but uh, they are they are very useful.
3: They're not exciting, which is why we're moving on to our next player. Drew, tell us about Kaz. You get yes. all kinds of weird stuff with vanguards.
0: Yeah, so Kaz uh, gets, gets a couple of things. First off, probably the most important is that uh, Kaz's Entropic Strike goes from 1d6 damage plus some other stuff to two d6 so a potential double damage that he's going to be able to dish out now
3: you're cheating that's cheating which
0: is going to be rad and he picked up a vanguard class ability called energize uh and this what i can do is absorb harmful energy so if i am hit Hmm. by anything that hits uh uh, like uses an energy damage, deals EAC damage. I can uh, gain an entropy point from it and roll a fortitude save uh, to try to take half damage. Uh, I can only do this once per regaining stamina points. So, I, so kind of like Knack uh, when he used his ability in season one uh, to to restore SP to people. I have to rest before I can do it again.
3: But. Right, but that's pretty nice if you get smacked with a dragon's breath of uh, of fire and, you know, it's like their most potent attack. You can just be like, I'd like to take half of that.
0: Yeah, or getting crit twice in a row. I could have mitigated some of that damage
3: last week. Well. That was an energy damage. So, no, you couldn't have. Oh, you would still be very hurt. Um, but, yeah, still cool. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can take the Vanguard. I'm excited to see how, um, boy, oh boy, by the time this episode comes out, Calm is just right around the corner. We'll see how the class finished up. <laughs> you know, how it came in, in its final post. Um, uh, Playthrough kind of rules.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see it too.
3: But I mean, we we still got a very powerful vanguard in front of us. Uh, uh, behind the powerful vanguard, certainly is a walking shag carpet, uh, a deep azure shag carpet known as Win uh, Miles. Talk to me about our envoy.
5: Well, uh, not too much for Win this. This level, not a lot at all, right? No, uh, but I think you told me that you cooked up something special.
3: Well, as a, um, a star knight, you, your envoy ability is replaced this level. You normally get a envoy improvisation, right? But with the the archetype um they're there well they're, there's like a base ability that you would get at sixth level called guarded attack it's pretty boring so that's out we're we're home brewing some order specific alternate sixth level class features specifically for uh xeno wardens or those who follow the hexen way and uh, as i talk to you off air that's only going to you're only going to know what that does when it comes time to use this ability.
5: Oh. Uh, oh, no, so I'm just going to keep asking: Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it my well, time to
3: shine? Yeah, no. Wins as as a, a Xeno Warden, you know, acolyte to get to that that step in your journey. You've got to you've got to make some. RP decisions and, and see what happens. But I can tell you it'll be kind of on comparable to some of the other orders that you can find in, I believe, the Packed Worlds book that this archetype was in. Um, there's one for like the, like the Hell Knights and another for um the the knights of galerion and things like that and oh uh, um yeah there's some cool like magical abilities that like tack on to uh, an attack so we'll we'll see what that turns into when it comes up in combat oh, i see uh, what you did there <laughs> when it comes up uh next jabert tell us about operatives level six pretty quiet level nothing happened with operatives right uh, well, yeah, I get another, uh, oh gosh, what do you even call them? Operative tricks? Is that right? Exploits. Operative exploits. That's right. I, think mm. I was thinking of like rogue tricks or something. Um, yeah. I get but level, level six one is like another tier, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So it goes up another tier at level six. So I'm picking from a new list now. Uh, and I'm excited about it. Um, I'm picking up uh, Bleeding Shot. Oh, hold on. Let me uh, just quickly take a, a sip of my drink. <laughs> What? <laughs> bleeding shot? No. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited about it. I've been. I've been excited about taking bleeding shot for uh, many levels now. Uh, but it's a. Uh, it's a pretty. It's a pretty gnarly one. Yeah, I feel like if if it started at a lower level, it wouldn't seem so crazy. But like, it's at level six. That's the earliest you can take it. And for your debilitating trick, if you get your trick attack off um, and hit, mm-hmm. then uh, normally you can what make someone flat footed or, or off target off or target. something like that. But, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, this, Instead, this adds on, this adds on a, a different option where I can make them yeah. bleed for my level in damage, which uh, is pretty, pretty intense. You know, um, uh, a guaranteed amount of damage in like any scenario is, is so, so useful. Well, you know, and the other thing about bleeding is, and I've, I've messed this up, uh, confused this with burning before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Getting rid of bleed is actually kind of a thing, like it's kind of an kind of an issue. Yeah. Uh, it it uh, it kind of sort of any way you slice it, it's going to take a uh, standard action because um, you either have to magically get healed Mm -hmm. or you have to stab yourself with a serum right or you have to uh uh, uh, take a standard action and do a medicine check and if you pass the medicine check then you stop bleeding and so (laughs) it's like it's pretty it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly oh yeah regardless no matter what uh, or if they just keep on bleeding you know that's uh, a good amount yeah that's also a choice yeah Ugh, boy. Uh, All right. Well, in, in addition to that, last but not least, our Witch Warper friend in Rebecca and Talara. Rebecca, what you got? Uh, Another new class and another crazy set of options that you you had to pick from, right?
2: Yeah, well, not really pick from. I just got a new ability that is a class ability, this uh, level. Mm. So I did pick some spells and things like that. So I switched uh, some spells out and things and uh, all that. But for the Witch Warper class abilities, um, I got alternate outcome and I, with this once per day can, um, uh, as a reaction, re-roll an attack roll, saving throw, ability check, or skill check. Or I can use it as a re- as a reaction to treat a critical hit against me or an ally within 100 feet as a normal hit instead. And as oh. we've seen this season, <laughs> no Patrick has been very lucky with his natural 20s. So this... Uh, could really help us out. Uh, should he correct?
3: Yes, I don't approve. <laughs> I, I thought this, yeah, I thought that was actually a, a paradigm shift, but the, like all wish whoppers get that, right?
2: Yeah, everyone does. Um, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I, who knows what they'll do with the actual manual, but for the play test, yeah, it was just a, it's not a paradigm shift. It wasn't something that I chose. It was just everybody at level six, uh, every witch whopper gets this. So yeah,
3: you blink um, your eyes and the bullet like goes through their shoulder instead of their heart.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Ugh. So, um, yeah, when I first read it, I was like, oh, I get a free reroll. That's awesome. And then I kept reading, and I was like, oh, I can change a critical hit into a normal hit. I mean, that's that's huge potentially. You know, yeah. oh, um, yeah. I can only do it once per day, so I have to be economical. Like, I can't I can't do it for every crit. I mean, I have to be <laughs> smart about which ones I choose to use it on. But yeah, so I yeah. could have
0: gotten rid of one of those crits last episode, but not the other. Crit. <laughs> right, oh, right, Roo, right.
4: You are just such a
0: victim. <laughs> well, <laughs> <geez>. Yes. <laughs> Two crits. <laughs> she yeah.
3: she uh, uh she did do her uh, paradigm shift to lessen injury on that one, right? Or... Yeah,
2: well speaking of paradigm shifts though, um this is extra awesome because it doesn't cost me RP. Yes. It's just something I get for free once per day. Um, yeah. whereas with my paradigm shifts, I have to spend an RP to lessen injury or spend an RP to affordability. That's not the case with this, which is awesome.
3: I'm I'm also very excited to see how Witch Warpers end up. Uh, I think they're going to be a pretty amazing... uh, kind of like support class, um, much like obviously you've been playing Talara, uh, but with those final rules, I think we're going to see some in the, uh, the calm character's operation manual. Some, some people picking up the class immediately.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've shared w- in discord, some of my gripes with this class. I haven't read a whole lot um, of other people's impressions of Witch warper. Um, just because I didn't want my experience to be tainted or anything, but apparently some of my gripes are very similar to what people have been saying in the forums. So I'll be very curious to see if some of those uh, things are fixed.
3: I think part of it's going to end up, you know, what what's on that finalized spell list? What are those finalized abilities? Um, but yeah, we, we shall see. Like I said, uh, I think when this episode comes out in, in just like a week or so, people should have physical copies of the operations manual in their hand. So that's it for you guys. Level six, question mark, our last level up in season two. Whoa. End question mark. We shall see. Um that that's that. Let's get into this episode though. Let's get into the, the meat and potatoes of it as you guys are <laughs> just getting done with a knockdown, drag out fight with the Aslanti, who have set up some kind of ambush here at the base of these stairs. And yeah, you all are pretty beaten. Uh Kaz b- uh bloodied, right? You're, you're into HP damage and Samuel. Yeah, or still still standing
0: but uh <clears throat> not better than I have ever been.
3: A lot of people, there's some folk that took grenade damage at the very beginning of the fight, We're coughing up a storm. The smoke has dissipated at this point, and you're left with, what, five Aslanti bodies here. And um, this room that they all streamed out of uh, looks to be like a, a monitoring station of, of some sort. puzzle uh, as you're peeking inside there, you see uh, a raised dais on your right what looks to be a command center. There's three, like, leather chairs in front of a, a row of computers with monitors showing various uh, camera angles of this level of the facility, as well as the landing pads on the surface, and you see very close up, um, like, the underside of the Phoenix's respite in, on one of these screens. And on the south side of the room, a empty elevator shaft uh, as well as a, a plastic door there. Hmm an empty just a just a hole in the ground is that what you mean it looks like it is not there like you can see down about 60 feet with a dark vision and then you you see nothing past that so it is is deeper than 60 feet there's no elevator there it's just the the shaft currently so it must be down below somewhere ah
4: kind of safety regulations does this place have
3: (laughs) yeah uh yeah is, is there a call button or there is hmm well, I mean, I guess uh, did they lock the computers before they came out, or let's see? Don't believe these are indeed locked. Um, it looks like you will need to make a computer's check to to sort through some data here, mm-hmm. um, or you can take a look uh, to see on these screens. It doesn't look like there are any bodies, um, any any peoples here um there are a couple of cameras that look to be the um what nikithi has explained as the the scientist dormitory Mm -hmm. um, which is down below slightly shorter on another level we saw the elevator in the previous week's episode two episodes ago as you guys walked by i think Um, and, and is there anybody down there you don't see any movement no there's you know, long rows of, uh, hallways with, with, uh, closed doors, but it's eerily quiet. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to see what, what there is to learn here on this computer, but yeah, make me a computer check. Eh, pretty mediocre. Uh, I'm going to shout down the hallway at Nikithi. <laughs> <laughs> I help,
6: mean, help.
3: you, you see here just, you know, Months and months worth of telemetry data of um, what looks like ships of various sizes coming to and from Arelos. It looks like this was where they kind of uh, monitored incoming flights, the goings of ships, and, and what have for the facility, but not really able to make heads or tails of it. Okay.
4: Ah, yes, Bomb are you called for me. Ah, yeah. yes,
1: sir. it's a.
4: Uh...
3: And I just sort of point at the screens and like all the numbers and I'm like,
1: oh. I found some numbers for you. Ah
3: oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
4: The, the numbers. numbers. They are they are indeed uh, my favorite. I will uh let's see what we can find out.
3: Yeah. I just lean over Nikiti's shoulder, just like eating a pickle while he's uh while he's typing away. Hashtag oh, that, bum pocket pickles. That
4: is a very crunchy
3: pickle. I give Nikithia a bite. It's I just a cucumber. We call it a pre pickle. <laughs> <Yeah>. Aren't
2: <laughs> pickles pretty salty? Yeah. No. So, Shouldn't we that's be Friday. worried about
3: uh, it's okay. This is a sweet Make me a fortitude save, bum puzzle for <laughs> cardiac arrest. For <laughs> oh salty no. Salty pickles. My kidneys.
2: <laughs> no, I meant Nikithi because of the salt.
3: Oh Uh-oh. yeah. That's, oh, like, like, a, that's like a dangerous because he weapon. Can dissolve. Yeah,
4: it's it's like a cyanide
5: oh. pill for him.
4: It's a sweet pickle. Nikithi <laughs> make me a
5: reflex save. <laughs> I don't the care
3: keyboard. if a sweet pickle it still has salt in it. The keyboard is encrusted uh, with, with salty pickle <laughs> cheese. <pickle> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're, we're making we're making some fun rolls here, but the computer yeah. roll is what matters. What you roll on computers? Twenty-five. Okay. So, um, while examining the console here, you see a lot of the data that you can like. Your scientific mind immediately just like exits like um, you make like a, a spreadsheet and take it all away um, hundreds of flight paths and things that you identify immediately as those clockworks drones. And you don't need that information. Mm. You're looking for larger ships and you find what seems to be uh, information of the Sardat Zolan Ulavestra's personal starship um, arriving at Arellos, uh weeks ago, uh, a ship called the Star Runner. And it departed from this rock, and it said it, um, over a week ago, made way to New Thespera, and is scheduled to return within a few days.
4: Ah, and this is good news, bad news, I'm not sure, but the Lasadat is set to come back to this station in what appears to be a few days. I'm going to change all the passwords on the doors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. uh, throw, his, <laughs> throw his stuff out in airlock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes
4: uh draw a big frowny face on the door for
3: him he doesn't live here anymore
4: uh the star runner is mm-hmm. um i don't suppose this would have any information on like the crew a copy like a accompaniment, like how many people are going to arrive with the star runner
3: there's there's not listing of that um just basically it's it's like flight data um it seems like that information is not as complete as some of the other ships, like information, the diagnostics, maybe by choice. Maybe they didn't want that recorded, but uh, definitely a little clandestine.
4: Are, are they going to land? I'm a little worried that they're just going to land right next to the Phoenix's respite.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's there's other spaces uh, up top, um, but there's really just like the one elevator shaft that you guys came down. Um, well, we just got to be out of here before yeah, he least, gets back, at least to your knowledge. But anyway, that that's what you find here. And uh, last week, uh, as you guys were talking about leveling up, you were also talking uh, about the potential to to rest <laughs> while you oh. can. Is that something you still want to do? Yes. Yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 <laughs> Yeah,
3: I think that I think that we've got a few people who are in need of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some yeah, towels. even Talara needs yeah, it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, Nikithi knows that there is like another level that is kind of isolated. There's only one entrance and exit to it. The uh, science dormitory, which you passed. There's a, a short elevator back there. From the, s- uh, that- the screens, you see there's there's nobody down there. It seems.
4: Yeah, I was gonna make that suggestion. It would be a a pretty easy place to defend and rest and. uh you would like to go through their stuff.
3: Yeah, is there anything else you want to do on this level before you go down, or do you guys want to head down and see if you can not find some bads? Some free bads?
2: Um, just remind me, Evandrian, is that his name? Um, He just mm. kind of disappeared at the beginning of that fight, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Kaz saw uh, potentially where he, he exited into this little area at the very top of the, the stairwell room uh, with all the catwalks um, which seem to go into uh, the, the backside um, up top above the flight monitoring room where where Bumfuzzle and Nikithi just were
4: there, there are some doors to the southern part of this level that mm-hmm. we may want to I don't know Listen through, see if there's anything worth.
3: Going. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. I, I at least want to look down this hallway, see what's here. Yeah. So you, you pass by actually a couple of hallways that uh, we didn't really explore. Uh, this one just goes down about 50 feet or so, and I mean this is the exact same view that you got on the computers here. Just a whole bunch of closed doors. Uh, do Do you want to just start opening them can, as can, you go can down? Can I or? Can
0: I make a request?
3: Oh boy, what's What's that?
0: So I know we're looking for a place to rest and get back some stuff, but should we take a 10 minute before we do that in case we run into something we're not prepared for right now?
3: Yeah, sure. Is that what you want to do now, Drew?
4: did you take any damage or something why are you so worried I I almost died dude (laughs) it
0: seems like we have a GM who telling us we could rest is going to throw some things at
4: us (laughs) well yeah I suppose 10 (laughs) minutes would allow me to tune up Idis a little bit uh, I think that sounds like a good suggestion. Yeah,
3: it's no, it's how PCs die—just uh, dropping your guard and letting the GM at you willy-nilly. All yeah, right.
2: Talara going to use a resolve as well yeah. to take a ten-minute rest. So,
0: so here's seventy-eight uh, SP back. So, Ooh.
5: yeah, Wynn's going to do the same
3: because <laughs> we we give uh, RP back when we sleep too, right? You get all your your RP back. Yeah, okay. and, and, and and SP right
0: and SP but not necessarily HP depending on how long we rest. But we also have Sedona who could potentially heal some of us.
3: Yeah, if she's resting and can get her her spells back as well, she can heal you up who's who is down hit points. Uh I am. I am as
2: well. I am a little bit, but yeah, not much.
4: Technically we're all down hit points because we leveled up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I haven't done the math. Oh, to,
2: maybe that's so. why.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's no, probably you can, why. You can get those those back those you would get from leveling. I got to remember how many I had before. <laughs>
4: Drew, I'll do that math later.
3: Dad. Okay. Okay. So now that we're all rested, I'm going to open mm-hmm. the door.
4: These, mm-hmm. these better all be bathrooms. I want every single one of these to be
3: bathroom. You open yeah, up the door. A lot of bathrooms. The <laughs> if the first one is a bathroom, I just say I say we just turn around and leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Creak. The door opens, and inside you find bathrooms
0: I'm gonna Ooh. go wait in the ship
3: <laughs> no do you, do you, do you want to keep looking at these there, there's also a hallway uh, kind of to north of the elevator um, but it looks like the exact same thing looks like uh, just a kind of a blank hallway. Yeah, I'm just gonna start uh, like hitting all these things, just make sure they're all bathrooms. But yeah. just, they're, just
4: they're, you're just smacking open the stall doors. That's
3: pretty much all. The same. They they are not. You actually open up some and find uh, small um, small rooms, uh, personal quarters of various sizes and things like that. Um, they all look very well manicured, um, perhaps with uh, military precision. Uh, these rooms. Um, and uh, more bathrooms as well. Is there anything you'd like to do here?
0: Is there any reason we can't rest? Well, I guess it's not necessarily
4: as defendable, although. Yeah, mm. uh, and Nikithi, I mean, that's up to the. Yeah, word, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's go downstairs. dormitory. I mean,
0: yeah do we want do we want to look through just to see if there's anything we can find in these rooms, or is that wasting time? I mean, maybe. It's I mean, I don't you.
3: know. I mean, there's. I mean, there might be stuff, but I'd I'd also be be happy to just go get some sleep before, we, before we invite more trouble. <laughs> well, do you guys want to just split the party? Some of you go to bed and the, other, the rest of you stick behind. Mm-mm. Nice Mm-mm. try. Creeping Never around split. These, the party. <laughs> these creepy uh, uh, abandoned rooms. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean, no, I don't think
4: we need to do a, a, a turn down on all these rooms. We can just check the other hallway and then move on.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you look through these four or so here, I mean, they're definitely very tidy as sleeping quarters. You see there's like in all of them a desk, a bed. Uh, some have two beds, uh, drawers kind of inset into the walls, wash basins, maybe some propaganda posters and like photographs here and there, but for the most part, very, very plain unadorned. Um, so heading to the elevator, let's move back over to there and that's actually going to take us to another map. Boop, boop, boop. This is part of... Uh- lower orotos
4: when is going to have to take the elevator down by himself
3: <laughs> <laughs> or everyone's it, on your shoulders Wynn. it's a it's a 10 it, foot elevator it is Although. just like the other ones yeah so you guys can creep up i am taking us to the map and revealing what you see looks like 60 foot of hallway in either direction oh. first off when you get down there um, this is pretty much exactly what you remember Nikithi from from your time. This is like a completionist nightmare because there's just so many doors. I mean, there's
4: nine doors. It looks like
0: hey, y'all better be oh, glad Nak is yeah. yeah, yeah it's like, because we'd like, be going through
3: every. Drew Drew's just twitching right now. <laughs> <laughs> Think about guys, just all the stuff you left behind on Golta. You of, I'm could fine. Just fought things in there forever. Uh, right. So this elevator indeed lowers down only about 50 feet or th- so through solid rock opens up and you see a uh, 10 foot wide hallways, uh, several doors lining each side, very austere white walls greet you, uh, like elsewhere in this facility and a very strong pervasive lingering scent of extremely heavy cleaning chemicals, uh, kind of burning your nostril, like unscented, uh, you know, bleach and things like that, uh, as well as, you know, the, the power scrubbed air here um, throughout the base. Once again, definitely quiet. Doesn't sound uh, or seem like anyone else is around, though. The doors, all of them here are closed. Um, the two doors on the southern end of this hall uh, are indeed different from the others. Nikithi, you recall there's like these like little plastic sheathed off areas, uh, which are shower areas. Um, and uh, there's a couple of restrooms they definitely, you know, were very strict about non-humanoid scientists that they had here on the base, uh, kind of power scrubbing themselves before each and every day. So, you knew those showers well. That is what you see here in the hallway. What would you guys like to do?
2: Does Nikithi have any clue which direction we should head to get to the dormitory?
3: Oh, this is the dormitory. This is the dormitory. Oh, it's I mean, like...
2: The- so, all all
4: these doors that you see, besides the, the double ones at the end, maybe... Um, are mm -hmm. dormitories and then one is the, and then one leads to the showers so i think it's nikithi's understanding and my understanding so we should just uh open up a few of these doors and um then pick out some beds for us to Mm -hmm. uh, you know
3: take up for the evening or for the okay
4: gotcha for some time
3: yeah everyone grab a door and i'll tell you what (laughs) you see and where you see it
4: don't forget to hang the do not disturb
3: on your door boop uh, I got a double. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's some with single uh, larger beds, which are a little nice, nicer adorn, and then a couple that are, are doubled up. Um, it's not revealing all of them, but you guys are all going in different rooms. Uh, as you are walking down there, yeah, so you open up these doors, you see mass-produced you know, chairs, tables, desks, beds. Uh, some have, there's like clothing strewn about, what look like lab kind of clothes. Uh, maybe some Papers pinned to the walls with equations, um, you know, strewn about on them, written on the walls in some places. Uh, but yeah, most of them are indeed empty. Um, While we are picking out beds, Talara, you notice Idis jumps in the bed
4: in your room and just like grabs a pillow and maybe rips it up a little bit and then uses it to make a bed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if that was intentional that you put Idis with Talara.
4: Yeah, yeah, she's staying with Talara.
2: Well, um, I can make her whole now, so it's
3: true. I think your friendship already has. So, actually, it looks like the two rooms that you've gone up to here, um, one of them is indeed locked when, and that's at the the far kind of north side of the, the dormitories. Um, and on the left side, that one is unlocked, so you can get in there fairly easily. Um, so, I will mark this one, which is locked, and... As you are, are walking down, um, Bumfuzzle and, and Kaz kind of went to the furthest south ones, uh, almost a uh, hundred feet down this corridor. You guys hear as you're like opening up the doors and going into these two rooms what sounds like some shuffling, some movement inside the areas that uh, Nikithia said are potentially showers or bathrooms of some sort in this direction. Ah! And I, I look at I look at Kaz and I say, and I put my finger up to my to my lips I tug on my ear and then i make the everyone gather around symbol and i whisper into my communicator
1: i think we got some movement everyone everyone come down to the south end of the hall
3: sit down and we'll radio back what what is the matter
1: there's something there's something shuffling in there
3: she pulls out her laser pistol kind of gets ready is everybody else coming down and it's like, oh, oh uh, be no. right there. You just got comfortable in that double bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one bed now. that has fit you this entire adventure.
4: Now, it is very possible that these are just scientists uh, that uh, will not should not give us any trouble. So if possible, let's just try to solve this more diplomatically. I, I, I'm wondering if maybe I shouldn't. Someone shouldn't go in there, w- not armed to the teeth, and try to. All right, something. I'll follow your lead, buddy. Oh. Um, is there like a lab coat I can? I mean, Nicky already kind of wears like a lab coat, but you know.
3: Yeah, you, you is can there find an some anti
4: lab coat I can throw on.
3: In the rooms that you kind of popped into, you can grab some.
4: Okay. Uh, and which, it's, which it's, one of the?
3: It's like a, a much smaller fit. It's like a woman's cut coat, but you're able to like. You know, squeeze yeah. your your oozy arm appendages in there.
2: <laughs> hold hold on before you do anything. I have invisibility. I can make you invisible if you want to sneak in there and see what's going on. Anybody can that do that.
3: Vi- I think
4: that violates some ethics. <laughs> yeah, no. We just murdered a bunch he, of people.
5: I go. Mean, I, was, I think <laughs> turning invisible. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, going
3: into the uh, the restroom <laughs> in the bathroom, shower. Yeah, pretty really sure not, sure not, not okay. It's never
4: okay. <laughs> you can't. Go invisible and peep in the showers. It's, anyway, having none of that.
3: Nikiti walks up uh, what looks like behind a series of seafoam plastic curtains. Uh, and yeah, you see a large chamber uh, you haven't seen for many years, used uh, here in all the bathrooms and showers. You know, another land of pristine white tiles. Uh, among these, you see shower heads kind of poking out above uh, stalled areas and in, in large, blocky, aslante letters. Along the back wall, a sign that reads "All non-humanoids must disinfect twice daily." And it is here you see a hunched, stooped figure, a humanoid with a mop, cleaning up in a pale blue flight suit and with a um, angular, bald head. It is an android of some sort. so this is what we see here, feel. Andis. Definitely, it's a lot creepier than Andis. This is what they they look like, yeah. Pretty, pretty nasty looking uh, flight suit and looks like kind of scrubbing already um, crystalline white tiles with a a fervor. Janitor Michael
4: Myers. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Nikithi will walk in and be like, ah, excuse me. I I didn't know I was
3: interrupting someone's work.
4: I am sorry. Uh, Will you be performing any cleaning duties in the dormitories today?
3: I am cleaning all of the dormitories, yes. It, uh, it, it's talking kind of down, down towards your feet, and it refuses to make eye contact. Uh, hmm.
4: Due to some personnel changes, the dormitories will not need to be cleaned today. Uh, if it is possible, could, we,
3: could you come back a different time for the cleanings? I am only allowed and authorized to clean and sanitize this area. I see. Ugh.
2: And we lock him in the bathroom, or is that not ethical, Nikithi? I don't even think there's a door.
4: Holara. It's, it's just an open shower.
2: It's like a curtain. A
4: yeah, well, yeah, why well, we
3: lock the curtain?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can weld the curtain uh we shut or cl- hot glue it.
3: <laughs> Alternate sure world. Bum
2: puzzle has something in his gadget uh gadget thing. That super glue it help. shut
3: and be like, yeah. now you live in there. I hope you can't break out of this thin sheet of plastic. <laughs> uh, just like walks through it like a turnstile right <laughs> uh no are you trying to send send them away
4: yeah um yeah essentially I would just be like ah well you're, you're you know essentially your cleaning duties are not necessary for mm-hmm. this evening
3: uh right so they, they like take their mop and bucket and and move out uh, as soon as they do stepping through oh, the curtain, What's up, Tyler?
4: Well, I probably should have told
3: everyone to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't think about what was going to happen when you told him to leave, did you? Uh... <laughs> now he's he's gonna walk out the, of the bathroom now. Um, yeah, uh, as soon as he comes through, he sees all of you and just kind of keeps uh, their head down. And Bumpuzzle, you take a single look at this figure and you immediately recognize. In them, features of your friend, Andis147. This is the spitting image of them. Uh, perhaps not identical twins, but they are definitely of the same creche. Ah! Same ah. a- angular features, quizzical face, and all of a sudden there's a, there's a choir of angels singing in your head. This, for certain, is a member of the Founding 19. Oh, oh,
6: oh, 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 oh. Ah, oh. ah, uh,
1: uh, excuse me, sir. I...
3: And I imagine that since he's like looking down, uh, I can just like walk right up to his tootsies Ooh. and uh, just like look right up into his eyes. Uh, I guess I don't, I don't I guess I don't know what uh, what pronouns this this one uses. Um,
1: uh, so what uh, hey you, what are your pronouns? Uh,
3: <laughs> you you can call me Sanadrone twelve.
1: Ah Sanadrone. That's a that's a lovely name. Uh, tell me, Santa, Santa, Drone, how long you been doing this here gig?
3: For some time. Uh, as they're kind of uh, uh, briefly looking up and, and seeing like there's a whole gaggle of you weirdos, uh, Sedona kind of presses forward past you, Talar, to get a look. And as soon as she does, uh, taking a look at this android, there's a brief pause. And then she falls to the ground violently. Convulsing, her eyes going pale, uh, just as like she did when she collapsed on Outpost Z, and she starts repeating the same word over and over: "Erio, Erio, Erio." Sedona, you all right? She's not all right. She's <laughs> she's like not there again. It's kind of trance-like almost. Oh gosh, ah, she's got a wrench on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I figured that was like the the, the status effect. Uh, <laughs> Santa Drone like looks. At her and is like you know rocking back and forth on the the balls of its his feet and says she is not right she is not well Santa Drone shall get in trouble you all are going to get Santa Drone twelve in trouble
1: no 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 take it easy there Santa Drone ah uh, it's all gonna be okay
3: a wrist pocket kind of opens up on the android and a spanner pops out into his hand and he screams something in like primal distress as uh, as fear flashes across his face. Oh, we're in combat right now, everybody. Oh, no. I need you to make an initiative roll.
4: Ah, yes. An initiative roll that I now get a plus two bonus. <laughs> okay. Compta. Oh, no. I, I forgot to send it to the turn tracker. I'm a fool <laughs> and a fraud. <laughs> yep
3: natural 20 for Santa Drone 12 no. let's no. go everybody this will not end quickly already so we are in combat Santa Drone 12 definitely definitely doesn't look okay and uh they they seem to be kind of menacing at you all but bumfuzzle you you pick up on this you are first in our initiative turn order what would you like to do all right, so he's drawn a weapon, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is in the art. It's just like a, a giant wrench. I don't okay. know how how this was in his uh, uh, quick release, release body sheath, but uh, it pops out. His entire arm was this wrench. No, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to make a non lethal trick attack here. Oh my! With my with my uh, pistol, I'm just going to try to like. Like, knock him... Uh, knock him to the ground. Conk him out. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna say... I guess you can't bleed. Uh, <laughs> non-lethal, can you? <laughs> I don't know that you would be able to. Um, That's definitely lethal damage. Yeah. Let me let me just go for a flat foot on this one. Mm-hmm. It's minus four we'll to do non-lethal. Mm, it's to hit, but yeah. the engineering will be unfazed. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, CR 5 or lower? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Just just made it. All right. That would be a 19 versus flat-footed KAC. Against flat-footed? That is a hit. Oh, nice. Uh, 29 points of damage. Oh, my. Yeah, that's including your negative 4. 29. Ouch. So kabonk right on the head <laughs> of <Oops. laughs> poor poor Santa Drone 12. I'm sorry, Santa Drone twelve. <laughs> Be my friend. <laughs> Be my friend. I'll heal you later. Uh yeah, so you see him like uh shaking his head as he, he gets that blow. And it is it is Santa Drone's turn. He takes a look at you and like raises the wrench menacingly and then moves to his side and is gonna just beat Kaz to death with it. <laughs> Uh, but then, as soon as he does, uh, once again, it looks like he's kind of short circuiting, and it's like, like unable to to attack, uh, and then comes right back and smacks you in the head, bump puzzle. Uh, he can't attack his Lanty. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make two attacks. to two two attacks. The spana uh, eleven and a twelve. I'm not sure either right are gonna hit. What is your uh, KAC? Twenty one. Oh boy. Um minus four nope. those are both going to miss, which brings us to Kaz. Santa drone,
0: you fool, stand down. That is an order. Oh oh no. Mm, I can't yeah. Santa Drone 12's in trouble. You are not in trouble. I determine whether you are in trouble or not, and I declare that you are not as long as you stand
3: down. Um, why don't? Uh, if you don't want to attack this turn, you can try a diplomacy check. Oh, this ain't gonna turn out well.
4: <laughs> no, he's so good at these. It'll be fun. Maybe you roll a twenty. It's a nineteen.
3: Yeah, it, it still is kind of like shying away from you, and, and seems kind of kowtowed by your words, but uh, uh, is trying to like fight his way through, bump, puzzle through the, the hallway uh, to leave. Uh, when we're on to you. Hmm. Jander's freaking out, man.
5: I know, but because I can't uh, really squeeze in. <laughs> hey, it's a 10-foot-wide hallway. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> well, yeah, but I can't take up squares of my compatriots. Allies. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to uh, use him on, on the, our little Android pal there, and... Uh, Work on my juggling.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, Talara, on to you.
2: Great. Talara is uh, going to take a cue from Bumfuzzle And um, I'm going to set my static arc pistol to stun.
3: Oh, something you can do.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see if it hits. Oh. It's a 25 to hit.
3: Oh, that is a hit, even shooting through your goblin frame.
2: Awesome. So I guess that it is stunned.
3: Uh, that is the um, critical Does that effect.
2: just make it non-lethal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's only critical.
3: Yes. Uh, no, that's actually, special.
2: It's a special property. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah I think it just crystal? allows
2: you. To- yeah, the critical is arc two.
3: Yeah, so the stun special ability allows you to choose non-lethal or lethal, I think. Yeah. Like you can, yeah,
2: without the negative, right? So so this is non-lethal,
3: right? So nine points of
2: non-lethal, right?
3: Correct. Okay.
2: Yeah. Great. Sorry, I've never done that before. Talara is not usually one to use non-lethal.
3: Making making friends, just zapping them. Uh, Okay, he's still standing up. It's looking pretty weary from these two hits, though. Nikithi, on to you.
4: Uh, Nikita's going to take a, a nice little step
3: back. And, <laughs> oh, oh, away from five <laughs> foot of this uh, yeah, that, weapon-wielding guy.
4: That spanner looks nasty. Uh, but I just can certainly make non-lethal attack. Mm. So let's let's do that let's have her move up and she'll just try to use the i don't even know use a tendril to give this android a smacking so a
3: non-lethal attack non-lethal smack oh 16 Uh, against kac even with get that is going to be a mess uh, but that's okay because we're back to the start of turn two, and uh, even, even if he, even if he's flat-footed, flat-footed, uh, sixteen, yeah, still ah, right. I see. Yeah, double yeah. check here, Casey. Oh no, Casey, that is going to be just a hit. <laughs>
4: Yay!
3: Good oh, job, Bum need, I'll need to get him too on that
4: one. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's going to be twelve points of non-lethal
3: oh hey there we go that is gonna be enough to uh knock him down to his knees no 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 knees knees and uh, as he goes as he goes down he's like holding his head and it's like not name that is not sanadrone not name sanadrone i am not And the light kind of like goes out of his his eyes and yeah sedona Kind Of wakes up almost as, as soon as he goes down, shaking off her condition and uh immediately goes up to Sanadrone and um heals him, uh, casts a spell, and you see kind of like magic swirling around his body and the big bump <laughs> that he had on his head, uh, heal up, uh, from from bum fuzzle. Um, and she looks over him and says, You you are not Sanadrone, you your name is Ario, and when i was held here and, and tortured i woke up to one of the scientists in- injecting me and what i thought was uh some kind of pain inducer but it was a, a healing stem it-, it was this android you were disguised as a human scientist and you let your guard down you gave yourself up to help me his name is erio and they must have caught him he said he was infiltrating to spring others like him from captivity isn't that right erio the the android is kind of leaking lubricant out of his eyes and just like feebly nods and says yes i am erio the aslanti found me out i took sedona's place here on the rack where they broke into my mind my exocortex was cut up it still has not healed but they broke me down and renamed me Senadrone. uh Sanedrone, aka erio um kind of has like a renewed clarity is like looking you all in the eyes, looks a little more like sure-footed as he stands up with Sedona's help and, and says, oh, what, what are you all doing here? Sedona, if you escaped, why did you come back here? Well, we're,
1: uh, we're here to, uh to make sure that the, uh, the technology that uh, the Sardet was interested in never makes it off of this rock. But uh, I think we might have another reason for being here now.
3: Sit down and kind of like looks you over bum fuzzle, gives you like a, a nodding, uh, knowing glance. I give her a wink. She gives you a double wink, aka a blink. A blink. <laughs> she blinks in your directions. Androids are not good at these human motions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Ariel says, I now, now that I r- recall who I am, I would like to help out in any way possible. Perhaps I can retain this guise of Santa Drone 12 and, and act as a sort of lookout for you all. Uh, watch if there are any comings and goings uh, on the level above. They uh, don't seem to take notice of me while I go about my cleaning. Uh, yeah, I, I reach into my uh, into my uh, belt and I pull out a, uh, a personal comm and I, like, I hand it to him and I say,
1: Yeah, you, uh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Why don't you, why don't you, uh... Keep an eye out. We gotta, we got some hurt people here who no, could really use a rest.
3: I will head upstairs and do as you command. He uh, you takes your comms channel and and says, uh, "Yes, I I will wait here until um, you are arrested up. But yes, if if you are indeed successful in your mission, I would love a ride off of this damnable rock. My people in the resistance have probably counted me among the dead for some time."
1: I think we could arrange that very easily.
3: But I call dibs on the pilot's chair.
1: Oh, that's... Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
3: We'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll cross that bridge when we wake up to it. (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, We're going to have, like, a rocket and and, uh, Chris Pratt. (laughs) um, Uh, Right, so they'll, they'll move back up to the elevator.
4: Nikithi would walk up to... Bamfoss said say you were very excited when you saw that android. Any particular reason besides his assistance that he is going to that he obviously gave Sedona? That uh,
3: I can't. I can't remember. Is it is it common knowledge? Like, I mean, did I did I tell did I tell everybody why I was out here? I don't think you really have explained uh, your side mission.
6: <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, you insisted that we go to um once we had Alubion. Sedona... You yeah. Insisted, yeah, you insist that we go to Alluvian because she was really, really important. Um, but you yeah. never really were like, oh, she's important because all of Right,
3: right. I think I think that was just a moment that I had with her where it was where I was explaining and she broke it to me that that was not the case. Yeah. Um all right. Oh, Alrighty. Well, oh, sorry, one second. Go right ahead.
1: Well, you remember how when we came out here it was really important for me to find Sedona, right?
4: Yes, you were very fixated on getting her to Alluvion.
1: Yes, that's, uh, well, I was, I guess, a bit mistaken about that, but, uh, that android right there, he's the one I'm looking for.
4: So, so now
1: we gotta get him back real safe.
4: Well, I am, I am very happy to deny the Aslanti any of their prisoners, so I will more than happily help you get this android to Illuvion.
1: you're helping more than you know nikita you're helping more than you know
4: but for now we should rest i am very tired and Wynne has his grumpy face on
1: oh yeah <laughs> i can see that <laughs>
3: uh, uh if i mean if it's if it's no more trouble i'm just going to flick like flick all the doors open along here and just like confirm that nothing is you know there's not like a i guess it wouldn't be a zombie if if the uh, area was Cleaning. around here, so. <laughs> No, no zombies. But that you do indeed find there is a, a locked door at the end of the hallway.
2: Does he know know who might be in the locked door, or what is?
3: Um, no, no, he doesn't have access to that one. Um, yes. well, I hate a locked door, and I'll I'll, I'll just be real quick about it. <laughs> Make me an engineering check. All right.
4: Famous last words. <laughs>
3: Uh, 34 DC 30 crack this open. And it just looks like a a, a nicer room than, than some of the, the other ones here. Check the garbage can. There are rare candies
4: in there. Sometimes they go to the garbage can.
3: (laughs) Oh, the garbage can is full of papers. Oh (laughs) man. So in, in this room, Bumfutle, you find, uh, It looks like a holographic projector kind of splayed out on top of the table amongst a whole bunch of notes. And it is as well is uh, seems to be biometrically locked. Is that a computer's check or is that a engineering check? It'll be engineering as well. Well, All right. 26, I think. Mm. It's not unlocking a door. It, it is fun. not, but it, it seemed to be like the same kind of biometrics that were we're locking you out of the door. It uh, it does not unlock. Hmm. Uh, you, can, you can try again in the the morning if you if you take a little nap. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do just that. Um, well, we'll say that's when you guys level up and can potentially take another look. So you guys rest. It is uninterrupted. Um, nothing from from Erio as they they head upstairs. Um, he, he he heads upstairs. Uh, Sedona will rest as well. You find her in the morning. Uh, what looks like in meditation, in a meditative pose, you've seen her, her in Outpost Said a great deal like this as she is kind of like going over uh, spells, magical connections in her mind. Before we leave here, yeah, go ahead and, and see if you can make another engineering check to, to unlock the... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go get. Uh, I'm gonna go see if Nikithi can help me out with this.
4: I will certainly assist you, my friend. Auto assist. Auto assist.
3: Well, do, do you, <laughs> you want to make? Do you want to make uh, two different checks, or do you want to try to assist on it?
4: Two different checks, I guess.
3: <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's do two different checks. Okay. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> oh, now it's a race to see who can do it first. Oh, Puzzle yeah. thirty-three. Oh, Nikethion. Ah, my bonus isn't as good. I did good from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So it is indeed um, what looks like a, a whole set of personal scientific logs um, arranged kind of like uh, reverse chronologically. Uh, the first one just auto plays as soon as you get it unlocked and you see the holographic image of a shrewd, dark haired female human scientist and seems to be looking over some notes as they are talking towards a camera. And she says, Olivia here, log date, AZ9219, another day with little progress. Zolan's insistence that each team work independently, without contact with one another, is taking its toll. I understand the need for secrecy, but if he wants this drive unlocked, then the departments need to communicate with one another. As frustrating As that is, the increased security breathing down my neck is beginning to put a strain on my work. This Aeon Guard specialist, Evandrian, that showed up unannounced from out of nowhere, especially, is becoming irksome. Said he was taking over our security protocols and reporting above the Sardat's head back to the Empire. I'm unsure if the Sardat informed this meathead of our delicate work here or not, but the stress... Um... Of, of One of these scientists letting it slip Some of the details of, of our work is agonizing I am worried that the Sardat could be censored or exiled For keeping this from New Thespera Perhaps worse The Sardat said that he is not worried And he would take control of the situation personally But I do not know Perhaps I worry too much I will rest tonight and see how I feel in the morning about all this
4: Oliviana, out bum fuzzle. You know it would be much harder to be adventurous if the evildoers did not keep accurate audio logs of everything that had transpired. I know.
1: That's uh, that's why I never keep a journal. But don't go in my room, okay?
4: I
3: will... Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> like Nikki, like winks at him because he's been reading his journal. No
4: <laughs> He's like, oh, I've definitely already <laughs> acted in <into> your journal, <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> Dear yeah. diary yeah that's that that thing on page 10. me too. <clears throat> um, yeah uh,
1: well like uh, well that's uh, interesting and I, I wonder what happened to her uh, this Tests.
3: Are there any more logs like that one?
1: Ah, let's see.
3: It looks like most of the logs after this are pretty ho hum, giving like momentary. Brief kind of recaps of of work days, and it does, you know, if you're listening to a few of them, seem like she is describing the rune drive. But in like mm-hmm. very certain parts, um, she lets slip, you know, things like quantum entanglements and theories about alternate universes and things like that, all kinds of crazy stuff. But none of it seems to be very well kept, or you know, I
4: yeah, I I must admit, this actually eases my worries a little bit. It seems like they are having difficulty unlocking the full potential of the rune drive, which means we may still be in time to stop all of this without any major repercussions.
0: Unless they followed the scientist's instructions and merged the teams together. If that were the case, they could be working together right now and could be closer to unlocking
4: it than ever before.
1: Ah, Kaz, you startled me!
4: Yeah, and Ricky, jumps out of his shoes. He's like, oh my God, I am old. You almost killed me. I could, not, oh, I could
0: not sleep because you fools kept trying to unlock doors.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, Drew, yeah. Drew, before we get to you, make me a perception check. Just see if you set off the trap that it's going to kill everybody. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, 13 on the dice roll. <laughs> Lucky 13. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're able to, um, you have a restless sleep. You're not really sure why something making noise in your room, but you do, uh, you can meet up with these two as they're um, looking over these data files and you guys are getting ready to head back out. Uh, may I ask a rules question? Wait. You guys can all talk about what has transpired on the tapes and with Eurio. Uh Rules question, go ahead.
0: Uh, it's been a while since we've had to rest in the middle of, of a campaign like this. Mm-hmm. How much HP, how long did we sleep and how much HP do we gain
3: back? If you're getting like eight hours, which, you know, is a fairly standard amount, you get back your level in HP. Um, and uh, like I said... Um, uh, sedona does have some spells that she can burn uh before you guys rest up basically so i think she'll be able to get everyone to full how much how much are you down uh, or kaz down uh
0: i'm at 41 out of 52 so uh par- fairly close now mm-hmm. before but that's before any healing or before any sedona healing so and resting right 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 uh, I am
4: at
3: uh, 31 out of 42. Like um,
4: maybe some healing for Win and Kaz? Yeah, so, so she
3: has uh, I, I will tell you guys now, three castings of uh, level 2 um, Mystic Cure.
0: And I'm assuming this is something she did bef- after we woke up or, or b- before?
3: Uh, she could do before. it before you go to sleep. So let's do oh, uh, a awesome. couple, couple for um, Kaz and a couple for um, or one for uh, Wynn. Can okay, roll some dice up here, and I've rolled on three d eight, a seven, and eleven. So that's eighteen, and then that is in addition to her um, her wisdom modifier. So that's going to be a plus ten for those two.
0: Yeah, didn't even need that. I needed, <laughs> I needed a, uh, like eleven. So,
3: <laughs> and for win, uh, rolling up another good one. That is twenty one points of Perfect. HP. Excellent. Back in business. Everyone is. Uh, great. Any other uh, business, new, old, anyone needs to bring to the table before we guys move on? Um,
4: Kaz, this woman, this female Islanti scientist, is she an old girlfriend as well?
0: I did not keep the little black book of whatever my previous life was. No.
3: But, but next yes, time you yes we did <laughs> for a small period of time. <laughs> yeah. <But> I,
0: ch- <laughs> I-, I checked her Facebook profile and apparently yes.
4: <laughs> ah, you got around. I'm very impressed oh, by boy. your uh, mating abilities. We're moving on, everyone. Yeah, yes, please.
0: <laughs> I really hope Patrick didn't make that character Kaz's mom or something. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: now, when uh, you put it like that. hold on.
2: Right, right. So, Let's... one day, has everyone been briefed on what was in the hologram, like including Talara, before I ask questions about it?
3: Yeah, you guys can you know spend the breakfast time basically going over it. Yeah, just talking it.
2: about it. Well, all right. So one thing that uh, struck me in that is that apparently Evandrian just showed up out of nowhere. Like, is he a spy from the Islanti Empire? And if so, does that spell trouble for us or trouble for the Sardot or both or neither? You know, like, <laughs> what do we need to do about this? Or are, do we just those let are it all ride? The,
3: those are all the options. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those
2: are all the options.
3: It,
4: it does seem like Evandrian is posing quite the problem to the Sardat, although, according to this audio log, he is not too worried about it.
0: The Sardat's position is strong, but it seems as though there are some elements of the Empire that do not want him to have access to this technology, whether it that... I wonder if the Sardat is trying to make a play
4: for the, for the throne itself. This, if he is able to successfully recreate the rune drive, it will rocket. His position of power, for sure. Either way, Evandrian is a thorn in our side as well. Eliminating him, eliminating him, will only help us.
0: I wonder if there's anything we could do to pit factions of the Islanti against each other. Perhaps send a message to the Empire that the Sardat is close. Cause them to call some sort of... No, that will never work.
4: Patrick, do we have a 1-800 number for new Thespera and the <laughs> Aeon
3: Throne? <laughs> yes, 1-800-Fascist-Green-People. F- <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. You yeah. will be charged for long distance, though, so that's how they get you.
2: Talara would speak up and be like, yeah, we don't want to get them involved any more than we have to, but if even if we are able to get the rune drive back from the Sardat, I know enough from my smuggling days that if there's someone trying to stop him, he's going to try to stop us, so... Mm
3: think the adage is the enemy of my enemy is my double enemy
0: (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) my frenemy
3: um so you guys rested up um we're going to continue on going back upstairs and then down the only other elevator towards the scientific level of the facility area kind of like uh, you know is still pretending to be synedron up on the the entry level the upper level of we will give you like a little wave and like a, a curt thumbs up um, knowing that cameras are still recording here uh, as you as you walk by and you guys can descend yet again heading back down now much longer elevator shaft it's like a, a good minute ride slow excruciating ride to the bottom and you get to another know sterile kind of like white hallway um here if you can see we are in a different section of the same map which is the lower sections of arelos we're kind of like in the center you guys (laughs) see yourselves i do uh right so the hallway extends out Um, going east and there's another offshoot as you exit out of the elevator going south. There are, you know, as as soon as the elevator opens, you can tell that there is a camera kind of like looking in your direction. Um, Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? So they know we're here because of cameras. Well, yeah, uh, Evandrian was also here and (laughs) we've made a pretty loud
5: Appearance. I I think it's it's no longer a surprise that we're here. (laughs) We we
0: all got to take a nap, so I guess maybe we're (laughs) probably fine. All
3: right. Uh, Yeah. can, Can I see further down either of these two hallways? As you go to the the apex of them, let's see here. You can see. Down into the south, it looks like it opens up a bit into a a larger chamber, and towards the east, the ceilings kind of open up a bit, um, going up and you see what looks like a catwalk. Um, hanging over the hallway there.
0: Nikithi, do you remember anything about the layout of this particular area of the facility? GM. <laughs> uh, do, I, do I know that he worked here, by the way? I guess I should ask that first.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're aware. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's talked about it a great deal. Uh, yeah, you weren't really given free reign of the, the science labs. You were kind of kept in uh, one location. You, you know through the grapevine, knew that there were at least like three or four different main sites down here. It's probably why this is such a huge map um, but yeah maybe you were like stuck in the the one to um maybe potentially the west you're not not even too sure of
4: the direction I am not aware of too many of the other labs I believe my old lab was westernly but whether that is the way we should go I'm afraid I am not very useful here
3: hmm. so maybe maybe the maybe the south
4: to, to the east sounds if, like <laughs> sorry go ahead drew so there are
0: catwalks to the east? Is that the kid where it opens up? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. To the east sounds like a larger space. I would assume that any sh- anything they're doing on the rune drive, they would want to have a ship available, and it seems like that might be a, a larger space to test
1: something like that. Uh, that sounds reasonable to me.
3: Is that the direction you want to head? Yeah. Anybody else want to take a larger space? <laughs> yeah, th- n- more 10-foot wide hallways for uh, our friend Wynn. Um Yeah, put yourself in, in the marching order and everyone give me a perception check. I've gotten better at it. Drew, what'd you get there?
0: That is a natural 20 for a 30 perception check.
3: Oh, man, that's a shame. That's uh, just below our DC of what we need.
0: <laughs> oh, you prockin' um. jerk. <laughs>
3: DC-32. Uh, yeah, okay. as you're walking forward here, the the ceiling does raise up to about 30 feet, and you can see where there are catwalks and kind of overhanging open areas looking down on this hall. And those off to the side are about 20 feet up above the ground. They've got um, you know covered railings on them. And at the end of this hall, you can see another 20 feet on from where you're standing uh, another set of... Um, uh, very large iron double doors. Uh, as you guys are walking forward, all at once, three figures the catwalk above uh, move into position on each side of the hallway. Uh, you see, oh boy, let's let's reveal on the map what you guys see. You see, Aslante Aeon guard. A couple of them uh, to the north and south uh, looking down on you, getting ready to throw grenades. And there's one on the gangway up above you with his rifle steadied on the railing, aiming in your direction. Oh, we're initiative turn order right now. Yay. Boom. (laughs) What? What? I just rolled a a 19 on the dice, and this is like the one one time bump doesn't roll like 29 or something <laughs> bumbles sure. is always at the top there um right so i'm not gonna lie guys i'm going first here we indeed did not see them hiding out of ear or uh, visual shots i will put sedona at the bottom of our turn order in case uh, i guess we get to her And in the first round of combat, these Aeon Guard, uh, ready (laughs) all night long, they've been uh, hitting stems and and, uh, having some coffee, are going to enact their plan, which is, uh, unfortunately, throw some grenades and and do some firing in your direction. So a couple grenades, clack, clack, down at your feet. Uh, A set of 12s on the dice. These are both hits and... Yeah, from where they're standing, I'm going to need, I believe, everybody to make two reflex saves. <sighs> two back-to-back, yeah. and it's fairly fairly simple. This is DC uh, 15, I believe. DC. Oh, I love this because I get to make four. <laughs> yeah, suit. You're, you're rolling. Oh,
4: over. come on, Itis. Come on, I just buffed these. <laughs> I just buffed these. <laughs> R- rolled a two and a three for a six and a seven. And <laughs> nice. Nikita, you rolled a three as well.
3: <laughs> Alright, so I'll let you guys educate your your rolls here for the most part. Grenade's going off like almost right at wind's feet. Your, this is going to be the first roll that you've made. The first grenade, a, uh, a frag grenade goes off. Whomp. And <laughs> a whopping four points of damage to if you have saved piercing damage and the second grenade let's see if i could do better than a three and a one yeah that's a lot better second grenade if you fail that second save is 11 points of damage Oof. yikes 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 um we we're not done because we've got a third third uh aeon guard here who's got his uh, ag assault rifle I had a plan for them as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this gonna be a automatic attack? Oh, you know, you know it's got to be. yes. so now. Yeah, yeah. um, but from from where they're seen, they can really only get a great view of uh, when wind and Cass who were kind of in the front. Everyone else was getting a lot of cover in the the back there. Um, this is half of the the AG uh, rifles ranged though. Um, so this see. This can hit everyone. It's um, it's 80 feet range, so 40 foot on the assault attack. So I'm going to go down the initiative turn order and make some attacks. Now, mind you, with the automatic fire, sadly, no no critical hits, but it does come as a full attack. Oh, boy. Oh, prunk. probably, oh, probably well, good that I can't roll 20. crits. <laughs> so the first two bumfuzzle and kaz right up front maybe they're aiming a little high because i've rolled a four and a four so those are misses uh the next nikithi at the very back i've rolled a 19 i hate you dude uh well (laughs) actually garbage i've rolled a 19 and a three one of these is going to be for you one of these is for itis so let's see uh one two it's nikithi for that 19. Oh, no.
4: Itis is getting hit. Oh, I kind of would have you just hit Nikithi. Yeah, Nikithi's
3: n- n- t- rolled a three. That is a miss. Oh, uh, boy. Who's next? Uh, Talara, 16. What is your KAC?
2: Uh, it is 18.
3: Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely a hit in these two 20s. Going to hit a win and a Sedona. Um, I forget how I've done this in the past. Uh, separate damage for everyone hit? Yeah. No, I think it's one damage. It's one for, damage. For, yeah, it applies One okay. damage roll. Well, okay. Individual
4: individual hits, one damage.
3: This is a D8, so not terrible, but a bunch of people getting, getting some damage. Uh, five points of damage, everyone that was hit. So we're talking Wynn, Sedona, Talara, and Itis. I will mark that on Sedona's sheet. Uh, that is a full... Round action, and yeah, you hear the gun go—you know, click, 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 click. Um, I think that's gonna take all the ammo. Um, and that is their turn, bringing us to Bumfuzzle next. All right, let's see. So these two guys to our uh, north and south—they're sort of on raised platforms. Uh, yeah, they're 20 feet up on what just looks like overhanging kind of balconies above the, the hallway. Okay, so these we'll like for shorthand, the murder hallway (laughs) where they've been waiting to ambush. So these little gaps in the walls here, those don't represent, like, stairwells or anything. Uh, no, you don't see any stairwell from from where you're at. Uh, All right. Do do we assume that the
0: entire space is a catwalk, or just part of that space?
3: Uh, the spaces that they're standing on are are catwalk, yeah. There's no area underneath them. Um, the hallway is ten foot wide, and then just twenty feet up, you see what looks like these three overhanging slightly overhanging areas.
0: Yeah, basically, I'm just asking, like, because we have one that's a little beige and one that's a little gray. Are those also high up on the catwalk or are those... I, I guess maybe we can't see that for me.
3: Yeah, not not really sure. Alrighty, I'm going to... All right. I'm going to uh, fire at, let's say, let's like say I, guy oh. north, east, and south. Yeah, the guy to the south, he's sort of like uh, just up over me and I can see him sort of... Peeking his head over the side, and I'm going to uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, stuff some some junk down into my sonic pistol, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah you are. I've got all the got all the sharpest stuff in my sonic pistol, and oh, uh, I, I, that is against the warranty. <laughs> uh, it's probably gonna break. We'll see. Uh, Cr four or lower. That will be a success. Right. Rick. Um, that'd be an 18 versus flat-footed EAC. Flat-footed EAC, but they are getting full cover up there. What has... Oh, 18 against it. Mm Mm-hmm. That is a miss. (sighs) All right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That is your turn bringing us to Kaz. True. So I can see them up... I can see them, correct? Uh, yeah, you can just see them poking their heads out above the railing right above you.
0: Okay, can I tell from the ground that that I can either land using my jump jets here or here on either side of these guys.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry. You can just land in the, the beige area that marks the, the catwalks. This area is like the, uh, a wall, a column.
0: Okay. Cool. That's what I was trying to ask last turn. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, we are going to use a fancy move called the, uh, the Hobgar King leap. And I want to jump up here with my jump jets land right here and punch this fool in their, their face.
3: Oh, that's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Bring it. Moving through. Oh, no, that's what you wanted. Oh, no, I've rolled the one. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, so he goes in with this Thunderstrike pistol and just destroys the railing uh, as soon as you, like, vault past it. Uh, make your attack cast. You've studied these Aeon Guard, and you've got some of their training somewhere in your your backstory. <laughs>
0: Let's see this level six attack. That is 16 versus flat-footed EAC.
3: Ooh, no cover here for these guys, but a 16 even flat-footed is a miss. Oh <sighs> Ooh, boy. Darn. Yikes, 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 yikes. Uh, Nikithi, we are on to you. Now we got Kaz up. He has left the hallway.
4: <laughs> All right, so I assume if I, if Idis makes any shots on these guys, is, these individuals, from down here, they're gonna have full cover.
3: Oh yes, for sure.
4: Mm, tough. tough, 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 tough. Well, let's try... Oh man, how are we gonna fight guys on catwalks? Uh, boy, this sucks. Let's just try shooting the one that just did a bunch of automatic fire. Uh, Nikithi's gonna use a move action to overcharge the gun on Itis. Mm-hmm. And then he is gonna just try and provide some harrying fire. Ooh, okay. We'll just try and make it easier for Itis to hit. I assume the full cover also applies to this attack, so I believe so. I I don't hold out too much hope here. But you know, worse things have happened. Does a 24 hit your EAC? Twenty-four does. You are harried, and I wasted a really good attack roll on
3: the TV. <laughs> 17, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we have a overcharged Itis. Let's see if she can hit that same cat with a plus two
3: bonus. <laughs> so the harried is just a, a DC, like, 15 to, like, hit the area and, like, yeah. cause them to duck down. So it doesn't go against their, their, their armor class at all.
4: Oh, uh, that's true. That's but, I mean,
3: they are, they are harried, and you're giving your drone a bonus. Yes. So okay. let's hope this attack roll is good.
4: I also oh did I roll two seventeens in a row? Oh <gasps> I'm Luis.
3: special.
4: That's I rolled a, a twenty-eight. That's a hit. And that's gonna be an extra d6 of damage. So let me give
3: you the total here. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> one on the D6. Extra
4: one on the D6. That's sixteen points
3: of damage. Alright, first points of damage on these Aslante Elite Guard. Uh, as this one looks like he's about to scramble to maybe replace his battery. That is gonna take us to Talara. Rebecca, we're on to you.
2: All right, I am tempted to try one of my new spells. Um, This level, I picked up a new level two spell called Fear. So I could use that to try to frighten a couple of these guys, but it only works on CR four or lower. And I don't know for sure that these are CR four or lower.
3: Uh, I, think I can we, confirm I think for we, you that they are. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, great. Through Perfect. the
3: magic of metagaming, they definitely <laughs> are. <laughs> Uh because some fuzzle over comm puzzle. units
2: is like Talara. you can totally you can totally scare <laughs> these guys. <laughs> I
3: don't know how your new spell works, but I think it <laughs> works like this.
2: <laughs> um uh, okay, well in that case I am gonna try to fear a couple of these.
3: Fear as per the spell. Now is this what, what level of fear is this?
2: So this is second level spell the a second level spell, um, which means that I can affect at level six I can affect two living creatures with this one spell.
3: Um, Per three caster levels. Yeah, yeah, one living creature. So, there's three of them. Which ones do you want to hit?
2: I'm gonna go for the one that Kaz is attacking and the one in the the middle.
3: Alright, this one reloading. We're looking like they're about to, and this is, I mean, just a will save, right?
2: (laughs) Yep, just a will save.
3: As you are indeed going into their subconscious, maybe unlocking the reptilian section of their brain that's like, get out of here! They got a bear! They got a giant bear
2: that's gonna eat you!
3: Uh, what is the DC for this level 2 fear.
2: It is 16.
3: Their will is absolutely their worst save, so let's roll these. The first one will be the guy on the bridge spanning across. Okay. he. This guy makes it. The one on Kaz that was like, no, no, no! I've rolled a four. Four in fear. And it looks like, indeed, this guy is we're getting ready to bolt.
2: <laughs> so he is now frightened for one minute. Frightened
3: is a pretty intense condition. I don't think we've had too much here on the podcast. But you flee from the source of your fear as best you can. In this case, a demon named Talara. Um, that will be taking effect his turn. When
5: is next? So, uh i was actually planning on doing something very similar uh, i am going to try to use menacing gaze which allows me to uh demoralize a small group as a full action
4: oh <laughs> Ooh, yeah maybe
5: what uh what's, hmm, what's this spawn uh so when you would uh basically uh, i can do an intimidate check uh and forego the expertise to die to briefly demoralize a small group as selection um and they have to be within 60 feet and they cannot be 20 feet of 120 no two can be 20 feet apart mm-hmm. which none of them are the dc of this check is equal to the highest dc to demoralize any one of the foes if you are successful the target gains the shaking condition for one round <sighs> oh
3: my goodness right so that would be against all of them Yes. Right? Uh, so the DC of this check is equal to highest DC to demoralize. So these guys are all going to be the same, I believe, for the demoralize check. Uh, go go ahead and make the intimidate check, and we'll see. All right. I need to look up the DC. Uh, 21. <laughs> so for demoralize, it is 15 plus... the opponent's CR or 10 plus their intimidate bonus. Now, let's see. I believe the 1.5 the CR is going to be higher and that is... That is enough, actually. A 21 will be enough. Yes!
4: Yes! So, yes! They, are,
5: they are all three shaken for one round.
4: <laughs> they just <laughs> entered the fear factor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: this one guy is basically double shaken, right? Attack <laughs> rolls,
3: <laughs> or... saving throws, skill checks. No, that one guy is frightened, which is, like, much worse. Uh, well, that... the same.
2: Isn't it the same, like, negatives, though?
3: Uh well no frightened is you flee. <laughs> These yeah, other guys like, uh, can stay also... and fight at the very least. Yeah, uh, that guy's like compelled to run away as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, Sedona will on her turn try and make a shot at the Kaz is going to uh, roll the nine on the dice. That's a miss Uh, against EAC, which brings us back to the top of the turn order. Drew, hey, you can make an attack of opportunity as this guy is going to try and and run.
0: That's a 23 versus whatever negatives he's got.
3: Uh, That is is a hit against EAC. I don't don't need to look up any negatives. It's a hit
0: (laughs) for... uh, Uh, 16 points of acid
3: damage. Ouch. Okay. So first hit on that guy. He is out of there. Uh, This one on the bridge is indeed going to spend his turn fumbling to get an ammo pack out and, and load it into his rifle as this other one is going to sling his up and is going to take a shot. Hmm. Let's see if he wants to shoot up at Kaz or shoot down below. Oh. Up at Kaz. So Kaz are getting a little bit of armor here, but he's gonna try and take a shot with his EG rifle. Four on the dice! <laughs> with the shaking condition, definitely a miss. Um Can I just with- catch the bullet? <laughs> I just want to just swat it out of the air like a, a bumblebee. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is well, they had an impressive first turn. Second second turn, not that good, but. Bump us over onto you. All right, I'm gonna. I, I see uh, the Aeon guard to the north shooting across the gap at Kaz, and I'm gonna take advantage of his distraction. I guess their distraction. I don't know who that is. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna kill him. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so I pull out. I pull out my uh, uh, my flashy, flashy boomerang, and I throw it. I throw it up in the air, and then I shoot him with my gun. <laughs> catch the boomerang and it's like look out for the bullet (laughs) 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 bullet? a lot of a lot of words on that boomerang oh uh, a perfect distraction a terrible shot (laughs) right yeah so all right yeah let's moving on (laughs) <laughs> Five on the dice to hit. It is going twang right by their head. Kaz, we're back to you. Hmm, table talk.
0: Should I go after the guy that's running away and worried that he might bring more force Just to yeah. it?
3: Do, do what you like, man. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. There's, <laughs> you there's do, no wrong
4: answer. Do what Kaz would do.
3: <laughs> that guy is going to be running away for some time, though. So it's up to you.
0: I will chase him at least this far uh, and, and punch him in his dumb face. Okay,
3: punch the back of his head. Yeah, he's opened the door here, and you can see what uh, looks like another door about maybe 10 feet away, and opens up into a larger room.
0: Actually, I'm, I'm changing my mind on that. I want to hit oh. him with a dirty trick.
3: Oh, what do you want
0: to do? Let's see if I land it first. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think Drew's gonna go for an encumbering. That is a 19 versus whatever negatives he has to, versus EAC.
3: Well, I, I should say, I'm sorry, you're, you're just saying that was against EAC, but is that EAC plus four?
0: Uh, I believe I had that yes. in my in my yes, I, because on my dirty trick I think I added all that stuff into the uh to the attack.
3: Uh, right, right. So normally you're going up against their their EAC plus eight, but you've got the the, the bonuses oh, added. Oh yes, there. correct. Sorry. Um. Uh, just against Eac 19 that is a mess
6: oh well, never. I think
3: we messed up on the last one you did that uh mind you that that will always be against that number but you do get a what a, a plus four bonus that you've added into your dirty tricks so,
0: yeah so it's it's plus four versus but it's normally plus eight mm-hmm. <sighs> dirty tricks are hard. <laughs> All combat maneuvers are difficult to pull off in this game.
3: Well, you roll the five on the dice, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> I should say yeah, that will have yeah. a, a better um, yeah. a better uh, effect on, uh, on yeah. the capability of getting yeah. these off, because I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nikithi, yeah. we're on to you, because uh, Drew's broken. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's do, I mean, if it ain't broke, right? Let's Harry overcharge and shoot with Ida's. Uh, man, can I roll two more 17s? That'd be dope.
3: Mathematically, no, you cannot.
4: Uh, Attempt to Harry. I've rolled a natural one, so.
3: (laughs) So you shoot yourself in the foot. You you yourself.
4: Okay, well, they're not Harry. No, the gun is
3: jammed.
4: They feel at ease. But a Corona laser rifle to your shoulder. That's happening. Because I rolled an 11! And that's going to be an 18 versus EAC, but you're in cover.
3: Mm, unfortunately, not going to do it. Uh, the shaken condition gives them, uh, for this entire turn, a bunch of negatives, but none to armor class and AC. A mighty unfortunate bit of business. But maybe Talara can pull something else out. Rebecca, what you got now?
2: Yeah, not immediately. I'm going to start a summon.
3: <sighs> okay. Hey. A win, Miles. Cause, so
5: that one guy is busy reloading. The other guy... Is, oh, he's reloaded. <laughs> um, all right, so the, the one closest to, uh, to win, the one that uh, bum Fuzzle tried to attack, <laughs> I'm going to put him on it.
3: Get em, got him. the one to the north.
5: And then I am going to get at him with my
3: trident. Mm. So he's about 20 foot up don't think from where you're standing oh he's 20, he oh i'm sorry i didn't realize he was grazed. Yeah. um if you want to take that back you can move directly under him and potentially get a, a, a hit in <laughs> but no get him then okay that, that, that's um get that
5: get him off that. all right well then i'm gonna move directly under him and let's see tridentine of course to give you that range yeah
3: uh, that is an eighteen. A miss! Oh Sedona's gonna move forward as well behind puzzle Try and give some some fire relief against that same target. Oh, an eleven on the dice. That's not bad for Sedona. That is still a miss though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'm> pretty sure. <laughs> Sorry, she's not she's not combat spec, but she is here if you guys need a spell or two. Um, or if you really want her to like get all up in things, she can use some, she has some attack spells, not a lot. <laughs> she has some, um, okay. Uh, that was, that was close to hitting 11 on the dice. Uh, turn three. We're back to these guys. Uh, Dree can make a attack of opportunity cause this, <laughs> uh, Aeon guard going to slip into this next room, just running in fear.
0: That's a 21 versus whatever negatives that guy has.
3: Uh, that is a hit. How much damage? Are
0: we 16 about? points of acid damage. 16.
3: You did 16 last time. That's a lot. All right. So he's he's bloodied as he's running away. Um, <laughs> this gentleman who's on the bridge now has a clear line of sight at you, Kaz. And I don't think he wants to full attack again. I think he's just going to make a couple of attacks against Kaz. Uh, Miles, you can make an attack of opportunity. You're right below this guy as well. I will. Oh, God, oh, can't can't roll over a ten, but I can. I've rolled a nineteen and a twelve with Hi. this gentleman. What is your KC? So uh,
0: my case. A twelve.
3: Twelve is a miss.
0: Yeah, uh, then uh, my KAC is 20 with the entropy point that I earned when you shot all of us at the start of the fight. So Your KAC? KAC and EAC are 20.
3: Oh, okay. Then that is a hit. So two hits.
0: Oh, great.
3: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, that, oh boy. Uh, seven and a five on 2D8. So we are talking uh, 18 points of piercing damage. Two bullets ripping through your side. This guy is going to... Oh, Similarly, he's... He'll take a couple shots at Win. just nearly got stabbed. Oh, I've rolled damage, not attack rolls. So let's do attack first. <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah, I i got really excited damage. for a second. Well, I've rolled an 11 and a three on the dice, so I think these both hits as well. I'm just going to keep that damage roll. <laughs> uh, 16 points damage to the big bear.
0: Does Wynn get a, an attack of opportunity for that too?
3: Already used it.
0: Oh, oh that's and... right. You only have one reaction. We're back mm-hmm.
3: to puzzle All right. I, I know it hasn't worked yet, but it's going to work eventually. <laughs> Sedona like, puts a hand on your shoulder and calms you. <laughs> it's like, you have this, Goblin. You have this.
1: Okay. Okay. Here we go.
3: You didn't have it that time, but you do have this. I blame uh, you. All right. I'll just hang out for another, <laughs> another round. It, oh boy, so many good rolls on the trick attack, but not on the attack attack. Kaz, we're back to you. You've got one running away. You've got one now shooting you. Uh, what would you like to do?
0: The enemy in front of you is more important than the enemy that's not in front of you. He's going to run up and do a swift kick to this dude's chest.
3: <laughs> good,
0: tropic strike.
3: Okay, so the one on the bridge uh, that is just shot you. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes.
0: That is a 23
3: versus Ooh, that's a hit.
0: negatives uh, for 20 points of acid damage. Oh
3: my goodness, he's bloodied again. Another bloodied Aeon guard not doing too well after one hit from the caster. Uh, Nikithi, we are back to you.
4: Oh, I'm tempted to have
3: itis just just climb the walls and go after some of these Mm -hmm. yeah guys get up get up in the scrum i don't know why you're shooting down below you are at a disadvantage i would love some flanking it would be so nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah kaz is up here cleaning up
4: Uh, Patrick, with 60 foot of movement, could Idis climb the walls and get behind uh, this Aeon Guard that Kaz is threatening?
3: So basically 40 foot of movement because you're going 20 up. Uh, that will be an Oh, wait, the one that Kaz is threatening. Mm, I don't think you'd be able to get to that one. Um,
2: I've got a demon coming up.
3: Just- I was about to say you'd be moving, trying to move through their square from, from where they are.
0: Oh, um, yeah. And well, got a demon about to happen. So,
4: okay. Well, then how about she just climbs up and threatens this one? So it has yeah. to at least maybe think twice about shooting down below. Mm. Uh, but I believe that will take her full movement. Mm-hmm. And then let's do something rare. Let's just have Nikithi shoot a fool for fun. Oh, wait, actually. <gasps> maybe I can do something else fun. Mm, like what? Like what, Tyler. Oh, I'm wondering if I can't, uh, what's it called? Overload. Because do these guys have pulse gauntlets like they often have?
3: Uh, yes, they do. They do indeed.
4: (laughs) Ha ha ha. Then... I will, because Idis is right next to one of them, I can, as a standard action, cause a short in the electronical device, including most ranged energy weapons, melee weapons with the powered special property, or a single armor upgrade.
3: Does Idis have uh, a standard? I thought you said she was out of action. Yes, but it, the it, the drone doesn't take the action. I take the action.
4: Uh, it says that... Uh... Mm-hmm. If you have a drone, you can instead use use this ability on an electronic device adjacent to the drone. But it doesn't say the drone has to take the action. I guess that's a ruling for you. Mm-hmm. Overload, third level mechanic ability.
3: Yeah, I, I believe it's just adjacent. Um, so you're you're always taking the action no matter what. But to be adjacent to you or the drone, from from yep. the reading of this.
4: That's what. I, that's how I was reading it.
3: Yep, so you can have her do all her actions, but your standard is to use this ability. Yes,
4: and the DC is going to be 18.
3: Uh, reflex?
4: I believe that is correct, which is probably their best. So, it is not...
3: Ooh, but that makes I, me more <laughs> When I roll with 15 on the dice, they have saved. So, mm. drafting. love mm. nothing for Nikithi, but it's a Talara turn, which means <laughs> this, the battlefield gets even more bloated. <laughs> we yeah. have a friend, <laughs> friend or friends coming in. What we got?
2: Uh, just a, a small demon is coming in.
3: Ooh, baby small demon.
2: Demons
0: got, small demons got people to kill.
2: What? Um, anyway, uh, so
0: <laughs> you know, Randy Newman. Short, short people have no reason to live. Small demons got. Oh my goodness! Is that quite a reach? All
2: right, so demon is going to the demon is going to pop up and flank with Kaz against this Aeon guard, and short stuff is going to take two bites because he is bloodthirsty.
3: Oh, uh, fish. I will say you can uh, you can summon them there if you move. Maybe further down the hallway to, to get a good look. I don't. I'm not sure if you can see from from where you are. Maybe maybe next. Yeah, I
2: was time. thinking if I took like a five foot step forward, then I would be clear of that column.
3: Yeah, you can. I think
2: Cas really went where yes. I was going to summon.
3: But. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you can just see it from there. Sorry, so that that will take a move, but uh, double attack. You say?
2: Yeah, double attack by the demon.
3: Oh, so greedy. So greedy. Let's see what the attacks say. The dice are talking.
2: All right. And this includes the negative two. That's a 24 to hit. Negative two. Uh, four. Well, minus four for the double attack and then uh, plus oh. two for flanking. So minus two altogether, meaning a 24. To attack. Against
3: KAC. That is a-
2: awesome. So that's Ooh. nine damage.
3: Nine damage. He's still up. Look at him go. Second attack.
2: That's a 20.
3: <sighs> Against KAC is a miss.
2: Oh no. Yeah, so second close. One, second one can't
3: get through. Uh, you still have a standard what would you like to do?
2: Um uh nothing. I'm going to just stand here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um I watch her to mm-hmm. kill steal that shot.
2: <laughs> well, there's a big win in the way. I feel like... Oh, they're 20 feet up. Win's yeah. not going to be in the you
3: can, way. You can see you right above win.
2: Oh, that's true. Well, I, I mean, I can try to attack. Sure, yeah, I'll steal, use my static steal, arc steal. P- pistol. Oh, before I yeah. use my static arc pistol, I'm turning it off of stun.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs>
2: that takes a move action.
3: I mean, that was the previous day. I can... You <laughs> oh. can
2: we're fudging it, right? You can uh, that's a 24 <laughs> to hit.
3: Against... EAC is just a hit.
2: Yes. Oh, awesome! <laughs> that does seven damage. Kill Steal into Lars. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally.
3: Boom. Seven points. Had yeah. three left. Not going to get to <laughs> the next round. Uh, win. There's still one more combatant here, right above you. All right. I am going
5: to put get him. Oh, get him back on this one. On on this this fella and then I'm going to take a stab at him with my trident stab away
3: uh, it's a 19 19 is going to be a miss unfortunately um, okay uh, Sedona's back here she's going to take a pot shot try to get up over that railing hey 14 on the dice is a hit and she's got a Ooh. she's got an O-Tay pistol it's a corona laser pistol Ooh boy! Eleven points of damage for Sedona. Dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's get nice. a good one in, in the chat. That's the first damage this one has taken, and bringing us to another new turn where we've got one guard here. Got his pulse gauntlet, so is going to use them and gonna try and punch Itis twice.
4: Patrick, Patrick I would like an update uh, on the once guy who ran away.
3: Uh, <laughs> he's probably crying somewhere. For- <laughs> for uh i mean i think it's a full okay. minute at the very least right yeah it, it is a minute it's it a is. long
1: time <laughs> <I'm in combat. laughs> uh, all
3: right one so it's gonna uh, loosen the grip on his rifle i'm gonna take a single punch at itis uh 10 on the dice uh what is itis's KC? because this is bludgeoning and sonic it is garbage 19 mm-hmm. uh that's just hits thought so so d6 uh eight points of bludgeoning slash sonic damage um and they will stay right where they are because they don't want to be flanked and uh that brings us to bumfusle uh so i just looked at my uh my inventory and realized that like something like eight episodes ago i bought jump jets and Mm. i just forgot so, oh well that's not really that's not bumfuzzle style you're more grappling hook and uh nearly die over a chasm kind of goblin. so <laughs> apparently but i've had them in my boots for like i mean since we left the uh uh outpost zed just forgot i had them there i'll tell you partying with those Limshar pirates that's hey, uh, <laughs> they were in your your fanny pack yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're in a fanny pack. Uh yeah, so I'm going to uh jump up here so I can at least uh, negate some of that cover. Oh yeah, it's uh, a lot easier now that you're on the same level as this fool. And I'm going to take a shot at this at this jerk. Or is this going to be the the magic luck you need to get in this fight? Get a piece of this action. Get him. There it is. Oh,
4: that's all you needed. <laughs>
3: yes, there it is. Oh my is. gosh.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes.
3: That's 28 points of damage, and then the uh, uh, the boomerang comes back and, like, clips him, like, right on the neck. <laughs> it's, it's a bleed. I'm sorry, 28? <laughs> 28 points of damage.
1: 28? 28!
3: That's a lot. <laughs> All right, not enough to kill this guy, but he's immediately bloodied. I would have bloodied him if he was at zero, and he's not looking too hot. Kaz, back to you.
0: Kaz is going to uh, show up right behind this fool. And because Wynn can attack him from that vantage point, does that count as flanking?
3: I will not allow it. <laughs> yeah, he's like down below a, a square, at the very least, attacking him. If you want to, I'll say with this, if you want to jump jet up over this guy, I will allow that.
0: Mm. Top of the turn. I think I'm going to save my, my jump jet juice.
3: You only got so many jumps in them jets, so maybe a, a good idea. Uh, go ahead and make that attack,
0: Drew. So that is a with get him, and uh, that'll be a 28 versus flat footed EAC.
3: You've rolled so many effing 17, so many pronging 17s <laughs> in this episode. Of course, that's a hit. Uh,
0: for 16 points of acid damage.
3: Oh, and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's very dead He uh, melted the helmet off of his head And we're out of combat
0: Woo. But what about the other guy?
3: <laughs> well you should have made him run away in fear I mean Fear-ish fear. He. We've got a minute we can try and quickly Track him down <laughs> Bum puzzle
4: go find him <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> so we're headed that way anyway, aren't we? I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. If you guys want to take the time to clamor up on top of the, the the catwalk, those of you that do not have jump jets, uh, going into this this room here to the south that you saw him run through, you see another set of doors, to the east doors to the south and uh, a double set of doors to the south. This looks to be some kind of command center. There are computer consoles, some some um, monitors displaying like the cameras all over this level of the facility and uh, as soon as you move in to this area, uh, he indeed does open this set of double doors. Rifle drawn and says, A to be continued. Oh! What?
6: Oh, we, this fight's not
3: over. Part two <laughs> coming next week. <laughs> you guys, Is oh. he hiding in the bathroom, Patrick? We'll see how long this guy... <laughs> last uh uh next time because you guys already did a lot of damage to
4: him yeah, i think he did 32 damage to this guy so he can't get, be
3: doing too well hoping to get off some more shots but we'll see how the initiative count works next week um we've been going long here long episode make up for Woo-hoo. some uh getting through some content some Starfinder Adventure Path content. Uh, guys, thanks so much for playing with me once more. Thank, Thank you. you. So digging much. In thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. This lower Orellos. And everyone out there, thanks for listening to Thank us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, have a great week. See you later. Bye bye. Bye.
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.